Welcome to Off the Bench with Scott Sattler and Jason Matthews, the Bob Jane T-Mart's tyre and wheel specialists. Well, not hey, Scott. Hey, hey. Who? Yeah, well, mate, I'm sorry. I didn't have time to whip one up because Scott Sattler's <laughs> stuck on a golf course. Uh, oh. And the man who's here to save the day, as usual, uh, Gary Belcher. Hello, mate. Hello, Woogie. Hey, he's doing the right thing, though. It is a, uh, a charity event for the Men of League, which is a great organisation. And Sats has uh, volunteered his services as an MC for uh, for uh, for the day, for the night, whatever else it's whatever it's going. So good on him, <laughs> mate. I spoke to him. I spoke to him earlier, and he goes, uh, "I said, how's it going?" He goes, "Yeah, it's all right." So how are you hitting him? Because you know how you guys give me crap about my golf all the time, and mm. deservedly so. I said, how are you hitting him? He goes, oh, no, not good. He goes, but I'm playing with Fatty. He's off five, so we're all good. Oh, so, yeah, yeah. As his partner, that's the way. You yes. don't play against him. You play, you play with him. So Fatty Vorton's carrying the team today, uh, the Men of League charity I remember a time, Woogie, when I was playing um, footy in, in, in sides with Fatty in, in rep sides, and he hated golf. We'd go and play golf on days off, and he would just he despised it. It wasn't until, I think, retirement came and he had to find something else to do and all of a sudden a bit of free time on his hands and he's the most avid golfer I know. Mate, I used to hate it, I used to hate it too, Badge. And then I remember talking to a mate of mine one day and I go, I don't get it. It's like kids. I don't get why ki- people love their kids so much until you have one. <laughs> until you have them. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like people yeah, go, oh, mate, I can't come to the pub tonight. I'm hanging out with my kids. I'm going, what? And then you have kids and you kind of, you, you get it. I was talking to a mate of mine. He goes, wait till you've played golf for a couple of months and then all of a sudden, bang, it hooks you in. It's done that to me as well. So yeah. it's like kids. That's the best yeah, you comparison. you shut up about it. Oh, I love it, mate. Hey, listen, uh, it's um, Off the Bench NRL, by the way, with uh, Jason Matthews and Gary Belcher this weekend. Round 19, women and league round. Badge, mm. how important was that influence of your mum and, and other women around the football clubs as you were developing a, as a player? Very, yeah, yeah. Well, the mums, when you kind of look back, you, you know, that dads were on the committee and, and coaching and managing the side and the mums were, were doing all the other little bits and pieces behind the scene and they manned the canteen and they you know they were there organising uh, events and fundraisers and when I was a young bloke and yeah that had a great influence it wasn't well as, as well recognised then I think we as kids we all kind of appreciated but it was we, yeah, we, we're always kind of looking at it as the uh, as the boys' sport and the blokes' sport. And no girls played when I was a young bloke. No girls yeah, played. Right. I, I might have played against one in about under sevens or eights, and and that was it. So it's come a hell of a long way. And I love that uh, 14 seasons in now of, of celebrating women in league round, and uh, it's it's a much celebrated part of our game. It's not just about the NRLW game, which is uh, still in its infancy, third third season in. There's a hell of a lot more to it, um, and and it's great to 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 officially recognise the contribution of all the women and girls around our game. Yeah, here, here. Uh, speaking of the uh, NRLW competition, we'll catch up with Corbin McGregor, who's a Rooster New South Wales and Jillaroo player as well, soon as they're preparing for that competition. But again, you think about the sacrifices. A lot of the players in the NRLW are mums, and they've got to go into isolation. So we'll have a chat with her and see how she handles that. But like, let's get, like plenty what? of other amateur sports as well. They don't get paid a lot. They get paid a no. bit, but... Lots of sacrifice and very difficult to go into hubs and 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 work around jobs. I know there's a there's a, uh, a, a a few and I'm not couldn't tell you how many, but there are players that have played the last couple of seasons that just can't play because of the economic circumstances that have been thrust upon them by COVID. So um, yeah, anyway, the, the competition will be going ahead as of the finals. Yeah. All right. Let's get into the news of the week. Time on off the bench to look back on the news of the week. 
Um, some news that's come out uh, today. West Tigers are pleased to announce the signing of forward James Taumo for the coming two seasons, Badge. Mm, uh, the, yeah, very good get. Uh, that'll see Taumo uh, start of 2021 to the end of 2022. So two years. Jeez, that's a great signing. Well, I think it is for a club that um, has... has made some pretty dud signings the last few years and they're trying to sort out their roster and Michael Maguire is working hard to to wade through that. You can't change your roster uh, to the extent you need to sometimes. You can't do it overnight. It takes seasons. I think he's in the right category there for the players that they need. Uh, quiet achiever, very good leader, does all the right things on and off the field from what we believe, James Tamo. So should have a good influence on the players around him and I, I think that's important. There's a yeah, one or two loose cannons that have been in, in the club and players that kind of haven't delivered over the, the last few years. I'm pretty sure he will. I know he's in his 30s, but he's still got some good footy ahead of him. So West Tigers fans would be pleased about that one. Is he captain material? Yeah, yeah he's a leader. Uh, whether whether he's the captain or he's one of the, you know, some some clubs have a, a, a leadership group and three or four captains, whatever else. But he, he certainly would be. Yeah, he'd, he'd be in consideration for that role. Yeah, good signing uh, from the West Tigers and Madge Maguire there. The big news story from the week is, and it was a bit of a surprise, I think it came out Wednesday, Fanua Blake wanting out of Manly for personal reasons. Mm. I, I know you have a view on this badge, and um, if he wants to leave Manly, your view is if he wants to leave Manly, he can go to another club. Well, it's got to be outside of Sydney because Manly won't allow that. But it's got to be for the same amount of money or less. It can't be for more. Is that right? Yep, yep. So, so the line is that he wants to get out of Sydney for personal reasons and influences around him and understand that completely. Manly don't have to entertain the idea, but they have. And they've got some salary cap pressure uh, building. They have got some, some good forwards already. He's, he's one of the, the premier props in the game, but they've got some good forwards. So I guess they've said, well, if he doesn't want to be here, we can let him move on. If that, if that is the, the real reason why, and often... I'm not saying that's the case here, but often players and managers just come up with an excuse and go, time now to get out of your contract because we can get more money elsewhere. We mm. think, you know, you're on 600 or 650 at Manly, we can get you 800 at another club, maybe the Warriors or the Cowboys or somewhere. And then they come up with an excuse and, and, and weasel their way out of it. Well, I'm, I'm of the belief, and I think there's, there's um, plenty at uh, head office that would agree, you should not be able to leave a contract and get out of a contract and get one red cent more than you were getting on that deal. So if you're going to leave, it has to be for the right reasons. It can't be for financial reasons uh, that you decide that you want to get out. And I reckon That's there'd from- be um, plenty of people that would be... I think, and I think that would cut down the movement, the player movement that we have. Yeah. There's just too much of it. Players, I don't mind player movement. I hate it when players get out of contracts regularly before it's actually expired. What about the uh, old, what Gordy Tallis did? You, you have to actually set out the remainder of your contract before, right. you can play for another, right. for, before you can play for another team. And if you, well, that's the main principle. Yeah, he, he, yeah, he, yeah. he said, no, no, I don't agree with everything that's going on here. And I'm, I'm going to sign with the Brisbane Broncos. And uh, that was all around the Super League time and <laughs> yes. uh, ARL, the whole lot. And, and the Dragons said, well, you know, you, we're not, you're not going to let you go. So he sat out the season. Yeah, so very principled. There'd be very few players that would do that. It was a, it was a mm. hell of a risk for Gordy. And a really tough time for him, but there'd be very, very few players I think that'd be that would be willing to go that far and and not play for a year. I um from what I'm hearing as well that the Fanua Blake wanting to get out of Manly is a um 
there is a real reason to it, and it's something I'm, I'm led to believe is being pushed by his family. So, um, yeah, okay. look, let's hope let's hope everything ends up okay. And sure, sure. Let's and, hope and both. For that, if that's the reason, then yeah. he wouldn't want any more money, would he? Why would he? Why would he need any more no. money than he's contracted for for the next two years? No, but that's right. I reckon that won't be the case. He'll probably get it, more than he's on. Interesting though, Manly aren't making much fuss about it. So, and I think it goes back to your point that they need to, you know, need some relief in that salary cap anyway. Yeah. Uh, with the Travoyevich brothers and and also um, Daly Cherry Evans, they probably need some relief in that area. Still on Manly, mate. Uh, possibility Kieran Foran could be going back to Manly. Uh, could be going to Manly next year. Your thoughts? Oh yeah, there's a possibility. I, I really don't know. There's um there's a, there's a few clubs. I think uh, the the Knights and. Mitchell Pearce would like it. They're good mates, I believe, from when they were young. Uh, and he'd, he'd like to have him next to him in the trenches. I think he's a very good player. He, he has got a, a, um, a poor injury history of rec- in recent years. So you'd be having to go in with your eyes wide open there that you're going to sign a player that might miss a big chunk of footy. If you're lucky, he might not. He might, he might get plenty of footy in the next three years. Uh, that, that is the risk for me with Kieran Foran. Manly... Manly know what they're getting if he if he's fit and healthy. He's a hell of a good player and uh, a premiership winner with them previously, and um, and he would be able to deliver. So yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if he ended up back there. It, it looks like the door is firmly shut on him staying at the Bulldogs. Um, over, you know, he's on. He had, he had a, a a great contract there. Um, mm. And no fault of his own that he had those injuries, but um, I don't think he's going to be staying there. Would you only sign him for one year, given his injuries and his age? Then, How old is he, Batch? Mid thirties, early? 30s? Oh no, no, early thirties. Oh, then I think maybe thirty. I think then you, then you. I, I don't think I don't think he'd entertain a one year deal. And I, I reckon if you know you get a good year out of him, then you, all of a sudden you you're in the same boat again trying to negotiate. You do need some mm. um, you know some certainty around your roster. I think a couple of years would be probably the go. All righty. Uh, yeah, he's 30 years old, man. Um, oh, there you go. Good Googling. Still, still on Manly. This is like a Manly update today. Uh, Tommy Turbo, ready to go against the Titans. Can I change my tips? I, I picked too. the Titans. I was just going to say that. That's uh, <laughs> You and I both did uh, pick the Titans in this one at Brookie. It makes a hell of a difference, doesn't it, when he's playing? I oh, doesn't it was. I win a lot more games when... Tommy Travojevic is out there, so and he'll be jumping out of his skin and involved in everything. Uh, Why would yes. you risk him? Why would you risk him? He wants to play, year? and he's fit. And well, maybe he was he was almost back last week, and he wants to play. And he wants to get a couple of games under his belt. Uh, Before Origin, and is it a risk if he's super, if he's fit and ready to go? Is it a risk? And of course, he wants to play for the Blues uh, in the Origin. He's got to get a couple of games uh, mm. behind him now, and then wait for four or five weeks till Origin starts. Um, yeah. I, they know what they're doing. Uh, Nathan Nathan Gibbs is the manly doctor. He's also the Blues uh, doctor. Yeah, right. And, yeah. yeah, they know what they're doing. Um, 50% capacity back in New South Wales now, which is uh, good news at stadiums. It is, yes, yes. Um, and, and there's still hopes that that's going to keep improving as we get closer to the finals and to origin. Uh, uh, you know, I know they, they'd like even more than that come state of origin time. I don't know what the case is in Adelaide. Uh, for the first origin, that's a bit of a strange one. Are they up maybe fifty percent yet for capacity in yeah, in South sure Australia? Yet. And not sure. And the same the same goes um, at the at uh, Suncorp Stadium. 
I thought it was twenty five percent. Maybe it is fifty percent for uh, for Orange. Well, it depends which code, mate. Be uh, I mean, I mean, code, uh, well, 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 the Queensland government pulled a thirty thousand capacity out of oh, God knows where for the AFL Grand Final. I don't know where that came from. It's certainly not fifty percent. It's certainly not twenty five percent. Well, the, and the, the Gabba doesn't. The Gabba do, only holds forty, doesn't it? Something yeah, like so, that. So, so how do you get thirty thousand? I know. I think they're just making it up as they go along. Actually, on the subject nah. of the Gabba. Uh, the NRL boss, Peter Volandis, has zero sympathy for the AFL having to switch its grand final to the Gabba, hoping to steal league fans, um, which is fair enough. Jeez, he, he loves having a crack at the AFL, doesn't oh, he? he? And does. I like it. I like oh, it. Oh, yeah, he, he doesn't hold back. Because let's, let's remember, that, that, that there's, not all of them, but there are people in AFL land who've got their, um, their noses fair up their own themselves, and they think everything they think and do, and the AFL is the only game. Um and look down on rugby league. Well, Peter Volandis gives it to him with both, with both barrels. He doesn't mind it. So he's. Uh, what did he say? Something about it's like going to an Abbott, con- Abbott concert if you're an ACDC fan. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't hold yeah, back, does he? Said. Yeah. He, he goes. Said, you get yeah. into a rhythm for a he while, said, but he said, yeah, they get into a rhythm for the while, but they go back to the real heavy stuff, the rugby league. So yeah, what well, do we call it? The Abbott FL from now on, an oh, Abbott concert. Can. And you're, you're an ACDC in, fan. Good on him. You'll Good get us him. in trouble. Well, uh, Mil- you know, that, that, there, there is, you know, that, there's a big push by the AFL to keep winning fans over, and good on them. But um, you know, the heart, heartland of uh, in the heartland of rugby league, or in Queensland, the heartland is it is rugby league, and it's always going to be. Well, well, I, I, next I guess years or so anyway. As long as well, we're around, yeah, but you can't blame you can't blame the AFL for having a crack. The Broncos, oh yeah, are having the worst year. You've got the 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 Lions who are sitting second on the ladder, having a great year. They're going to use any opportunity here to capitalise on that. And when and when there's a government giving you forty million dollars, and they'll they'll pick up the tab on any losses. Mm. I mean, mate, you'd be stupid not to, right? Yeah. And the Cowboys are, are, are down near the bottom. And the Titans are, you know, they're nowhere near the, the eight. And the Broncos la, last going to pick up the wooden spoon, it seems. Ooh. You're happy about that, aren't you? Oh, uh, yeah. It doesn't <laughs> upset me. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, I'm not a fan. Oh, I'm a, you know, I'm a, I'm a Raiders player and fan, and that's just how it is. But you so, worked for the Broncos for a bit, babe, didn't did. you? Yeah, as, as what sacked from by the Broncos along with a couple of other blokes. So who, who sacked yeah. you? Was it Bennett? Was it was yeah. he coach? Yeah. Hmm. What are you doing? Bring up a painful part of my life. No, no. Do you want to yeah. lay down on my couch? Where have mate? you been sacked? Tell us how many places. Yeah, give have us been a call. By? Send us a text. Yeah. How many radio stations you... have moved you on? Oh, mate. Is there? Where do we start? Well, that's a whole <laughs> show. <laughs> we'll okay. save that I'd like to hear this. Have you been sacked? Oh four double seven seven three six seven three six. Send us a text. We'd and we'd love still to hold a grudge. It's that time for an off the bench Friday night preview. Yeah, tonight badge we've got the Eels versus the Broncos in Friday night footy at seven fifty five at Bank West. Um, I tell you what, do you think? The Broncos may be more motivated now that the Bulldogs won last night that they need to win this to get off the bottom of the ladder. Because if I'm right, Badge, the Broncos never finished last. They, they haven't. Um, well, I don't think they will be more motivated. I can't, I can't understand how you're not motivated anyway when you're going as bad as you are, or even yeah, when you're going right. well. I, I, to say they should be, they, they could be more motivated, no, I, I, I don't kind of buy into that. But it would be embarrassing to get... 
to get the wooden spoon. But let's face it, it's been a, it's been a terrible year. The worst ever Broncos outfit uh, is what we, we're seeing. And um, whether they get the wooden spoon or not, they're, they're going to go down in history as um, a really, really poor outfit. They've, and, and they've lost their best player, Payne Haas, for this uh for this match, he's he's uh, he's got compassionate leave. I don't know if that mean, leaves him out for just one week. If he can break the bubble and come back next week, um, hopefully for the Broncos' sake they can. And Brody Croft, who was going to be recalled, hurt his head at training, so it hasn't been a great lead-in for uh, for Brisbane. They look a bit light in the forward pack, and for mine, that's uh, that's a big worry when you're going into an e- a game against the Eels, who who they themselves need to really start to hit top form or they're, they're just not going to do any damage in the finals. Yeah, they haven't been consistent, have they, the Eels? Like, you don't know who's going to front up. I mean, they, one week they lose 38 nil to South. Um, you, you, yeah, you just don't know what's going to happen with them. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Um, look, when they lost Dylan Brown, I didn't think it would be such a big issue, but that seems to have really affected their rhythm. Um, Jay Field in there at 5'8". There's a good running 5'8", but um, they, that, that did kind of hurt them somehow, and, and they have lost their way uh, a bit with their, the simple stuff, just the go forward. If they could just knuckle down and, and, and get back to really back to the basics, I think they'll go all right. But they, there's a bit of an issue on their right side out wide defensively with, with uh, Wonga Blake and, and Blake Ferguson. They're not kind of getting it right. That's probably their vulnerable side. But unfortunately, on that side of the field, the Broncos don't have any great um, firepower themselves. Let's talk about some uh, key matchups. Key matchups, got to love. What are you looking forward to? Well, the real strike player for Brisbane is their right centre, Katoni Staggs, and he'll be up against Michael uh, Michael Jennings, who um, yeah, he, he's he's been pr- probably resurgent, I would say, this year. Maybe not the last few weeks, but early in the year was outstanding. Jennings, but he's going to have a, his work cut out containing uh, containing Staggs because he's um, yeah, he's he's a real live wire, isn't he? Really. Str- Powerful mm. player for a, a smaller bloke, so that'll be that'll be quite interesting. And the other one is Mitchell Moses and Thomas Dearden. Um, Thomas Dearden is a very good halfback, and and once they get the side around him that's uh, you know capable of of doing better things, he's going to be there. He's going to be there for the long term. Um, Tyson Gamble, I know nothing about him in in, in the five eighth role for the Broncos, so I think Thomas Dearden's going to carry a lot of that. That load tonight. Uh, Mitch Mitch Moses is um, is one of the keys always for the for the Eels. So uh, yeah, look, it's it's an interesting game. Um, Brisbane desperate to win. Eels certainly they need to they need victory to stay inside the top four, or, or they're virtually no chance. Mm. King Gutho's off the ball a bit too, isn't he? In the last few weeks. Oh no, I wouldn't. Oh. We, well, he we hasn't been. A lot he of hasn't him. Been, been. Yeah, we do. I suppose. Good. Yeah. Um, but I still think he's one of their one of their players. That's you know he's he's just in everything. He tries his hardest, and um, even when they're struggling, you know he's out there trying to make things happen. So he'll uh, yeah. And Darius Boyd's last game. So the the two fullbacks there, they're cheese, chalk and cheese, aren't they? Darius last really game get very much. Sorry, second last game. I was going to um, say, do you know something we don't know? No, I don't. Right. No, no. But he doesn't well, get too heavily involved, does he? And he's um, he's nah, just trying nah. to get through without making any mistakes. Um, he's, he's, he can, can set up a try or two on the, on the yeah. fringe, but... He can uh, fall on a ball in the in-goal area. Gone behind yeah. him, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. That's the Eels and the Broncos tonight, 7.55 at Bank West. Prediction badge? Eels, yeah. I, I'm pretty sure the Eels will get that one, and they, they certainly need to. All righty. Uh, that's our Friday night preview coming up next. I don't even know if I want to talk about it. Our Thursday night review, the Rabbitohs, my God, against the Woo-hoo. Bulldogs. Oh, I, 
I don't even know if it's worth talking about. We'll get to that in just a sec. This is uh, Off the Bench. Badge filling in for Sats today. Thanks to Bob Jane T-Marts. Get up to $100 instant cash back on Bridgestone and Yokohama Tires. BobJane.com.au This is Off the Bench for Bob Jane T-Marts. Tire and wheel specialists. We'll be back shortly. We're back. This is Off the Bench for Bob Jane T-Marts. Tire and wheel specialists. On Off The Bench, a Thursday night NRL review. Back to Lewis, last tackle, cross-field kick. Ockenball leaping, losing it backwards into the hands of Lafayette. He got it down into the in-goal area. I'm not sure that he did. He the thinks he has. The referee is looking. Oh, yes. The bunker call now. It's going to be a try. Right in centre field. They go to the eastern side. Canterbury-Smith takes on Masters. Straight past him into the in-goal area. I'm not sure he got it down. Lashley Klein can't get any closer. He might have got it down in the end. I think he has. Crossfield kick. Avarillo for Ockenbohr. Leaps high, takes it. Throws it back to Vitala Mariner. He's going to reach out and score. Oh. They've gone in again, Canterbury. 18-0 with a kick to come. Right next to the uprights. The crossfield kick to Ockenbohr, who then found Vitala Mariner. And the Bulldogs have gone crash-bang wallop and scored back-to-back tries and blown the game apart. Well, it started with Josh Jackson, the skipper. He gets the ball off the kickoff and looks like he's just going to run into the defence. But he fires the pass from right to left. As now Reynolds gives the ball. Tap on by Walker. Paulo for the corner try. The tap on was terrific. And Jackson Paulo gets the much-needed try for South Sydney to give them some life. Seven and a half out from half time. Set restart, says the referee. Walker, quick hands. Here they go again through Sewer to Graham and they're in again before half time. Souths, 20 points to eight with a kick to come. Now here's Reynolds to Walker. Long ball, Johnson is going to score in the corner. <laughs> Easy as you please. There was no one in front of him. Set play from South Sydney. Alex Johnson scores and 20 points to nil has now become 20 points to 14. Last tackle, wake him again, the kick. It's on the goal line, leaping high, Remus Smith. He got a hand to it, did he? It's chased here by the other Smith, Chris Smith, who forces the ball and is claiming a try. The referee says he wants to have a look and it will be try. The kick looked like it was too deep initially off the foot. Didn't it? Yeah, but it's straight on the try line. Chris Smith chases the ball. He's just come back onto the field. It's oh, he scored. What great balance. Wow. Just inside the dead ball line. And the, the Bulldogs will go to a 24-16 oh, lead here. God. Graham over the 30. Has Paulo on his inside, but Ockenborg grabs him. Throws the ball back on the inside, and it's fallen on by Canterbury. Brandon Wakeham is there, and there's the siren. The Bulldogs. <laughs> have upset South Sydney 26 points to 16. Yeah, Badge, there you have it, full-time. Bulldogs 26, Rabbitohs 16. As a South fan, my God, that was disappointing and frustrating. Watch. Yeah, sure was. There was a couple of times where it looked like the Bunnies were going to get themselves well and truly back into it. That bit of a flurry before half-time to make it uh, 20 to 10. But, uh, yeah, they made, just made too many errors, didn't they? Um, and, of course, that... That sin binning of Jaden Sewer, that hurt him. What did you think as a South Sydney fan? Try, try to be unbiased. I know you, you find that difficult, Woogie. Oh, oh, no, no, but I was surprised um, that he was sin binned for that. I, I thought, okay, put it on report. 
but there was no malice in it. He certainly didn't attack his head. And if you watch the if you watch the replay of it, he was actually slipping at the point of contact. He was. He was. And, he, he came flying in. Um, Jaden Sewer. I think it's 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 a tricky one. Although I can tell you the one thing that normally happens if something illegal happens on the field like that and a player gets knocked out, Bulldogs players would have run from everywhere and had a crack at him. That didn't happen. Did, no, didn't happen. no. So I think even it, they knew at the time that it wasn't intentional and it wasn't uh, as bad as uh, a, a sin binning offence. Well, he's copped a weak ban for it. And mm. I just and I understand we've got to protect the head of the players. I get that. But accidents occur when you play a contact sport, don't they? And they, I they think... do. You've got a duty of uh, not of care, but of, of um, you know not not doing anything illegal. But sometimes, sometimes when a player runs at you and slips, it's very very difficult in that split second to do anything, you know, to to, to avoid it. But see, that wasn't a malice. And there's another controversial moment from that game, which we'll get to as well. But there was nothing malice about that. But then Cook goes downfield about 10, 20 minutes later, gets taken high and gets a penalty. Now, why isn't that player sin-binned? Again, he's attacked the well, head of a player. Why? Where's the consistency well, in the there, game? Was that malicious? Not sure. But nor um, was Sewers. Yeah, that's right. And, and I'll tell you what, there was, there was, there was two, and I'm, I'm not trying to make a case for the, bull, the, uh, the, the Rabbitohs here because I, I think the Bulldogs were the best side on the night. But yes. Cameron Murray was tackled twice on the line, held down, they they were awarded a penalty, but neither time, especially the second time, I thought you got to put someone in the sin bin for a professional foul there from the Bulldogs. It was I think Josh they were looking Jackson. At the ref to, yeah, they look at the ref going, oh, "Am I gone? No, no, play on. Yeah. It's it's a penalty." So that didn't help their cause. It probably no. wouldn't have been a just result if the bunnies no, had, had no. snuck had no. snuck home. But what about that that, that late try. tackle by uh, oh. the try saver by uh, Will Hopewardy on Jed Cartwright? Oh. That was just that, that was, was outstanding. A last yeah. gasp, desperate effort, and somehow it came out. I, we, we all thought he was over in the, uh, in yeah, the commentary. Yeah. But even the two tackles Josh Jackson made on on um, Cameron Murray, they were outstanding tackles. Yeah, he was over were. the line. And, yeah, he, he and was, he, it was his 200th game, Josh Jackson, and what, a, fantastic. what a ripper he had. Badge, should we, we – the controversial try, which, which thankfully, even as a South supporter, thankfully didn't cost the Bulldogs, and it didn't come into it in the end – um, should every try be reviewed by the bunker just discreetly in the background, and yep. like they do in the NFL? Should that happen? As he's lining the up technology. the kick, yep. then they had a few looks at it. They could have just gone, hang on, hang yep. on. That's yep. no try. Let's go back. Well, we don't yep. want the game to stop and start, because and, and everyone's afraid that if we start doing that, they'll do it on every play, and it'll just keep getting called back. We don't want that, of course. But I think in try-scoring situations, um, as they do in other other parts of the game they they call stuff mm-hmm. back based on what the bunker said. the bunker was the one that advised the ref to put Jaden sewer in the bin why couldn't the bunker say hey he put his foot out just before he scored that's no try let's bring it back yeah absolutely and again it happens in major sports all around the globe they're, they're results that can affect the outcome of the game and and, and surely yeah absolutely absolutely so I think um I mean I'm glad the Bulldogs I'm 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 livid South put in that performance Wayne Bennett gave it to him absolutely gave it to him after the game but I'm I'm glad that that didn't affect uh the Bulldogs victory again well done to Josh Jackson 200 games geez they were really up for him and Mm. South looked tired and flat and I'm thinking 
are they still suffering from that that brutal game against the Storm two weeks ago? Because that was a brutal game of footy. Well, I'll tell you what they've done. They've put themselves in a position to be to have to play at Newcastle in the first round mm. of the finals rather than mm. hosting uh, at ANZ Stadium. So that that's a strong possibility if the Knights you know can stay can get up this week and stay ahead of them. Yeah. Uh, next week, South take on the Roosters Friday night at ANZ. After seeing attitude change from the Rapidos for that game, and the Bulldogs are playing the Panthers at ANZ on Saturday. Rightio, this go is the off the bench. Yeah, go the dog. Go. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we'll be back with our performances of the week uh, real soon, and also uh, we'll have a look at what's going on in sport on the weekend. This is off the bench. This is off the bench for Bob Jane Tmart's tire and wheel specialists. We'll be back shortly. We're back. This is Off The Bench for Bob Jane T. Mars, tyre and wheel specialists. Saturday Outlook now, mate. Thanks to Auto One, stocked with the biggest brands and best advice. The supercars are back this weekend at the Bend oh, in South moved. Australia. They've gone to South Australia after their stints in Darwin mm. and Townsville. Right up. Yep. So we've got a couple of weeks there. So it's the Bend Super Sprint this weekend, both Saturday and Sunday. This is that privately owned racetrack. So everything's yes, all, yes. all good down so, there. Yeah, but there's some bad news. Uh, Do you want to break it? The mad. Oh, look, don't don't shoot the messenger here, Supercars <laughs> fans. V8 fans, don't shoot the messenger. There will be no camping at this year's Super Cheap Auto Bathurst 1000. Uh, daily attendance of 4,000 fans, but they won't be camping on site. Oh, that must hurt. This there's, is bad. there's people that have been doing that for, I don't know, 30, 40 years. How long has it been going? Long. Badge, what are those What are those going to do that have been there, have, have already been there early March, April before COVID got crazy and well, have already still there buried their beer? Well, some of them are still there from last year. They're still there from last year. They're going to have to get moved on. They're going to have to move it. their camps. I don't know where I heard of it. I heard this fascinating podcast the other day and someone was trying to explain to someone overseas about Bathurst and this great car race we have, how people go there and for months they bury beer and like cartons of grogs and then dig it all up again. And, and one year how they burned down the toilet block because they weren't happy with the results. Yeah, and, and, no, it's crazy. And the, and the question was, isn't that what they need to use? And they go, yeah, but they've burned it down now, so I don't know where they went. Maybe one of the holes where they buried their booze. That's but, right. Yeah. <laughs> That's where they it's bury a, the grog. They they multi-use those holes. Yeah. Uh, so uh, anyway, 4,000 fans. We're a bit different here, aren't we? We oh, are a absolutely. bit different in Australia. Absolutely. Try to explain to fans overseas why State of Origin is so big. There's just two teams that play each other three times a year. Yeah, two t- just two states, work? not even two countries. Want to, <laughs> want to speak to someone as passionate about cars as you are? Auto One, it's the one. Radio. time for our interview of the week and... Um, of course, as we said off the top of the show, round 19 is a women in league round and and it's the 14th year and deservedly so, celebrating all the women involved in the game from the top yes. right through to the ladies selling those beautiful crinkle cut chips in the tuck shot at your local footy ground. It's always about food for you, Woogie. Always and about food. If, if your sporting ground is not serving crinkle cut chips... I suggest you go to the next board meeting of that football club like and crinkle insist. cut hot chips. Yes. Why? Yeah, no, not the cold ones. The crinkle cut Why? hot chips, mate, they're the best. I don't know they're, what it is. They're, they're out crunchier. Of the you see, I love it where they're made. The, 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 the people what is this, the 40s? get a big bag full of 
potatoes and they peel them themselves and they cut them into chips and they throw them in the... Yeah, that's how they're uh, supposed to be done. Uh, are we in, like, are we sort of... chips. What's wrong yeah, with you? Mate, you've got to get them. And then you've got to have some vinegar there with the tomato sauce and the salt. Fantastic. Well, one of the anyway. biggest debates that Sats and I had all week before we spoke to Corbin McGregor was around Chico rolls versus sausage rolls. And I'm proud to say the Chico roll won. Yeah. As the most uh, enjoyable um, and so it should. food you can and have so at a footy game. Anyway, during the week, as we, we digress, we spoke to Corbin McGregor, Roosters Jillaroo, New South Wales player, and asked her about the sacrifices that the NRLW women are making as they head towards the start of their competition. Uh, we will have to go into our own sort of version of a bubble or quarantine. So uh, personally, me and my partner and my son are going to be moving out um, this week um, because I, I live with a fair few people. I've got about 10 people I'm living with at the moment, which was a bit of a high-risk situation. So mm. um, I'm like a NRL uh, putting us up for the duration of pre-season and the competition. But um, it's it's not as strict as the NRL. However, there are some some um, protocols that we do have to follow to make that sure that... That was going to be, um, be my next question. Your, your son, Carter, he, so he'll be allowed to be with you throughout the, the whole competition, will he? Yeah, he will, which oh, that's is great. lucky because I don't think I would have been able to go through it without um, him around. So, yeah, I'm, I'm lucky that he, he'll be able to be with me. Oh, I guess you then you could feel for those. Uh, the Queensland girls, it's going to happen, have to happen in Sydney uh, because that's where the grand final is going to be played and, um, and yours. So in and around New South Wales and Sydney. So the Queensland girls are going to have to come down and base themselves in Sydney. But then there's also a handful of Warriors players uh, from New Zealand that are over, over here quarantining at the moment. Is that right? Yeah, that's correct. So I don't envy them at all. They've made a, a huge sacrifice to, um, you know, keep pushing the game forward and making it possible to have an NLW competition. Um, those five girls, I think there's five girls from the Warriors um, existing team that have come over um, and based themselves over here in Sydney. So that that is a huge sacrifice and... Um, the Queensland girls as well, I think, yeah, they'll either be basing themselves over here or they'll be travelling back and forth. I'm not actually exactly sure how that's going to go down. But, um, yeah, across the board, there's lots of girls that are, um, yeah, making huge sacrifices mm. to make sure that our competition is really strong again this year. This is Off the Bench for Bob Jane T-Mart's Tire and Wheel Specialists. We'll be back shortly. We're back. This is Off The Bench for Bob Jane T-Mars, tyre and wheel specialists. The winners, the losers, the how and the why. Let's get stuck into our Off The Bench footy tips. Yeah, round 19 continues this afternoon. Let's get into the tips badge. Uh, this is unfair. This is unfair because we why? had to do our tips before <laughs> the Thursday night game. Yeah. And not knowing that Tommy Travojevic was going to come back for Manly, and he's going to do that. So I've tipped the Titans. Uh, look, I'm going to stick with them, but I'm worried now because the the chances of Manly winning now have skyrocketed. In, they were already favourites without Tommy oh. Turbo, but with him playing, oh, it's tricky. Geez, you're, you're riding off the much-improved Titans, aren't you? I'm, well, I'm just saying the chances aren't as great with Tommy Storm. Turbo there. I think you feel the same, don't you? Yeah, I, I kind of wish I'd known that before I did my tips, yes. Oh, yeah, right. S- Storm yeah. versus West Tigers. Take Saturday the Storm. Christian, Christian Welch uh, out because of a COVID breach, but they've got great depth, uh, Melbourne Storm and 
Not sure just yet who's going to come in. Brandon Smith is on the fringe, jersey 18, ready to come back from injury. And The hectic uh, cheese. Big Maxi King could get another go uh, in the uh, up front. So there's, there's plenty of depth there anyway. So, But Storm over the Tigers. They haven't lost at Sunny Coast Stadium this year. They haven't lost in Queensland for about 20 games. So they're very good uh, north of the border, despite being um, removed from... Um, their normal homes down in Melbourne. They're going along all right, Melbourne. Okay. Roosters versus Sharks. Sharks were all right last week against the Warriors, wasn't it? They, yes, yes. They had a win over the Warriors. They were all right. They were pretty good. But uh, Roosters have just been getting better and better and better. And mm. that big win over the Knights, see, they're super strong. Uh, James Tedesco being rested, but I don't. that won't matter. Uh, Joey okay. Manu sliding back there. Mitch Orbison into the sense. No, they'll be fine. Uh, Boyd Cordner is being rested as well. There's some concern, some big concerns about Boyd Cordner. And yeah. he passed his concussion protocols, but that's the fourth time he's had a, a, a head knock this year and had some concerns around it. So they are, um, they're worried about his future. I'm, I'd be pretty sure that, you know, they're, they're just making sure he's going to be right for the finals. But he's only 28, and um, let's hope that he, he can get through this okay. Mm. Yeah, it's true. Raiders versus Warriors. Warriors have lost a couple of lone players back to the Eels. They have. Although although the Warriors beat the Raiders in the last round last year, didn't they? Did they? Mm. Yeah. Well, they did. Raiders resting anyone, Badge? Uh, no. No, they're, they're just trying to get their uh, their best squad back on the field and see a Soliola. Uh, is one of those. Jersey 21, I think he's going to play, see it? Uh, after that horrific facial fracture where he just basically mm. split his face in half horizontally just uh, below his nose. It's just horrid when you see the um, the, the x-rays of that. But he, he's back. I think he's very likely to be back. And uh, Raiders for mine to win that one down in Canberra. All righty, and the final game. No more 6.30 game on Sunday night now. We're back to the uh, traditional 2 o'clock and 4.05. Knights yes. versus Dragons. Knights would have to be better, won't they, than they were against the Roosters. And, and they've got Caelan Ponga back. He was rested. Yeah. Uh, Mitch Barnett was rested. Heimel Hunt was rested. So getting back close to, to full strength. They've still got a few players that are um, grabbing best next week. Kurt Mann back next week. Few other players out, but close to full strength, and I, I think they'll uh, be too good for the for the uh, the Dragons. Alrighty, before we uh, wrap up the show, what are you looking forward to this weekend, Badge? Uh, all of the footy, the, the big games across the the uh, NRL, but of course there's the uh, the Super Rugby AU final, and uh, a bit of a closet uh, Queensland Reds fans because I'm uh, I'm from uh, from Brizzy, so that they've made the final. It's only the Aussie teams in it, of course, but they're playing the Brumbies in uh, in Canberra, and yeah, I. Looking forward to, to hopefully a win for the uh, the boys from north of the Tweed. The, the Brumbies are the favourites and they're hosting the, the final for a good reason. They've been out on out in front most of the year. But, yeah, I'm, I'm uh, interested to see how that one goes. What about you? Oh, of course, the US Open golf. That's, oh, that's, yes. I'm so yes. tired. Uh, the Cowboys to bounce back early Monday morning. Not the North Queensland Cowboys, but the Dallas Cowboys. Hopefully they'll bounce back early Monday morning. They still play the in the NFL, Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> America's no, I team just, I mates. They were just a bunch of cheerleaders. <laughs> They've got those as well. America's oh. and Australia's. Actually, I was watching the Cowboys versus the Rams last weekend. First time I've ever seen it. Adelaide the, Rams are in it. No, the uh, the the biosecurity is that tough in the NFL. The cheer girls are cheerleading outside the stadium. <laughs> it's like, what's the point? <laughs> what is the what, point? What's, what's the, the point? point of the whole game? Please tell me. All right, me. mate. All right. 
All right. Let's go. Let's go home. Uh, this has been go. off the bench for Bob Jane T-March, certainly. Thanks for filling in, Badge. Uh, Bob Jane T-March, Tyron Will Specialist. We'll catch you next week. Well, you won't. I'll be back with Sats.